This is Diary of a Nobody. Start the show. Welcome to episode number one of Diary of a Nobody. I'm your host. Uh, You could just call me nobody. You're the listeners, so I'll call you somebody. This is just a diary of no one that somehow has a lot to say about everything. You know, I don't really like when people ask, who are you? I don't know who I am. I don't think anyone should really know who they are. I mean, you should have a general idea, but how do you know who you are? You know, there's a study that says when you ask someone or no, when you ask 10 people to tell you who someone is, that you'll get 11 different answers because the person they're asking about will have their own. And then those 10 will have just something of their, there's something different. So you'll have 10 different answers. And from there, you kind of got to think, am I what these people say? And you get, and yeah, you really are. Because if you think about it, someone can call you an asshole. But is it hard to find that to be a fallacy? Because if they say you're an asshole, there's, there's gotta be some truth to that. You know, you, you might give harsh criticism or be like really rude to people but to you that's just tough love and you trying to help someone but to them that's you being an asshole but i mean to each its own but honestly who really cares it's you're not living your life for them you're living your life for yourself So, I don't know. I think that's what you should do. But who am I? I'm nobody. But there's more to that than what people think. I may say I'm nobody. But that's just an umbrella. There's stuff under that. I'm a CEO. I'm a founder of an esports organization. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I think that I'm a friend to many people, but I could be an associate, I guess. I'm a gamer. I'm a streamer, entrepreneur, a creative, a musician, a producer, a DJ. As much as I'd like to say that I'm a podcaster, this is my first episode. So honestly, I don't think I can say that. I mean... It's my first episode, though, which is also the hardest, because if you think about it, your first episode is going to set the precedent of what your entire podcast is going to be about. Are you going to have seasons? Is it going to be daily? Is it going to be weekly? Is it once a month? You know, you got to be consistent. And... I will say I love to be on a routine. I hate change. So if I have something going, I'm going to do it the same way every day. Like I'll wake up the same. I'll eat the same foods. Like I think I only have five different restaurants I eat at. 
which is like Chipotle, Wingstop, L&L. And then, honestly, I can't even name you two other places I eat at. Oh, Cane's. And that's about it. I'll go to Subway sometimes. But I really don't eat many places because I hate change. And I hate just, I don't know. I really go into tangents. I have ADHD. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, I mean, it's kind of hard because people are going to ask you, well, ask me, what is my podcast about? And I have no idea. It's about me. It's about you. It's about life. It's about whatever pops into my head because I don't know. I kind of have like a small idea every time. Like, you know, I'll have a word of the day. I'll have a podcaster of the week. I'll have a book of the week. And I'll have two goals that I want for the week. But the first 25 minutes or so, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'll have three topics. And I'm pretty sure I've hit those three topics somehow. Just saying what I just said. But, I mean, that's the beauty of it. If you have an open-ended podcast, I feel like there's never going to be a stale podcast. Whereas when you get into small niches like conspiracy theories within Harry Potter, there's only, what, seven or eight books. How many conspiracy theories can there be? Whereas when you're talking about life, life happens every day. Something new happens every day. You can have, you can have stories for the rest of your life. You can have a podcast based on those stories for the rest of your life. And so why minimize myself when I can allow myself to bring on people, keep it, you know, I, I have open range to do what I want. But, I mean, that doesn't matter. You know, I'm just someone who thinks he has a bigger voice than he does. And But let's be honest. Everyone's always had a voice, but not to the magnitude of what we have today. Because if you think about it, let's look back. In the 90s, we didn't have social media. And so people that had the voices were on the news, in the newspapers, and that would be about it. And then people on like the host of TV shows and people on TV shows. It wasn't... I think I'm going to upload a podcast today and just post it on every platform possible. And yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. You know, there was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. You couldn't hop on TikTok and just, I don't understand TikTok. Let's not talk about that. But you couldn't broadcast your message to the world by just Recording it and pressing a button and then be like, there we go. There were levels of people that had to look at it. Even like putting music on the radio. I'm pretty sure like it was hard to get someone on the radio. Now, put them on Spotify. You don't even need the radio. I don't think I've listened to. The, I haven't listened to the radio in so long. I just plug my phone in and listen to Spotify. Like. The age of technology is making it to where everyone has a voice. Everyone can do what they please finally. 
but it also hinders a lot of people because I feel like with everyone having a voice, the people that feel like they don't slowly creep into depression and stuff like that, which I feel like is getting becoming a lot common, a lot more common nowadays. People with depression, anxiety, and stuff of that nature. Like I have those things, but it's not because of not having a voice. It's because of the mishaps and things that I've gone through growing up, which I'll have to talk about in another podcast just because that's that's probably an hour in itself just talking about. But I mean... I don't know. People are trying to fit in a society a lot, but that's not how you're supposed to do things. You're supposed to be yourself and make society fit into you. Because if you try to fit in a society, you're going to lose yourself. And if you, if you make it to where you don't lose yourself, society, society will accept you a lot more, I believe. Because once you become something fake, it's kind of hard to come back from that. You'll always be labeled as that person that was just faking everything that they did. And you don't want that. You don't want to live in a fake reality because why be in an unauthentic version of yourself when you can just be yourself from the beginning? People are going to like you and people are going to hate you. Authentic, unauthentic. Regardless, you're going to have lovers and haters. So, why not just be authentic and then create your own story instead of that made no sense. Okay. You're going to create your story, but not a fake story. So yeah, don't create a fake story, create your story, but create the real you story. You know, that's why I did no, that that's why I'm nobody because I don't want this to be just about me. This is about, everybody because I'm the same way. I used to always want to fit in, but then I knew I didn't fit in anywhere. Like in high school, I didn't fit in any crowd. I was a, I'm going to say I was a star athlete, but I didn't fit in with the athletes. I was literally one of the most famous music producers in the city but I didn't fit in with anybody that produced music. I didn't fit in with anything. And it kind of made me feel a lot like I was alone, but I wasn't alone. I had friends and everything, but I don't think I could ever have gone to them with any major problem that I had in life, which is okay. I, I was a teenager. Teenagers don't have many problems, but there are teenagers that have problems. But I mean, who cares, right? Like, when I was a teenager, I grew up thinking money was everything. Like, if I didn't make more than a million dollars, by the time I was 25, I was a failure. And that's what I thought. Because... If you, for people that know me, they know like, yeah, I'm pretty 
like complacent nowadays, but I hate failing at things. And so like there will be things that I won't do because if I failed at it, I would beat myself up more than if I didn't fail, which I don't know. I guess that's this. I guess anybody is like that, but not that a lot of people are like that. If they fail, they're like, okay, whatever. But me, like if I fail, I'm going to nitpick everything and then keep repeating it until I don't fail. But other people, if they fail, they're like, oh, I guess I got to do something else. But I'm so content on hating change that I'll keep doing it and doing it and doing it until I figure out how to do it right. And I guess that's why I was a great hurdler. Like, I kept going and going and going until I could run the perfect race, which is never hurt. You can't run the perfect race. There's no perfect race ever, especially in the hurdles. And so in my mind, I just kept going. And I don't know. That just made no sense. I'm on I'm on the money topic and I'm talking about hurdles. I mean, I guess money is a hurdle in life. It's not everything, but it's also a hurdle in life. Because if you think about it, money gets you everything that you need, like a house, car, clothes, food. But it also creates problems for you. The more money you make in America, the more you're going to get taxed, which is crazy. Because in a sense, the people that make the more the most money, 99% of them worked for that money. So you're telling me that if I worked for my money, I have to pay more than someone who is just working at McDonald's because that's where they want to work. Like, especially nowadays with how much colleges, you have to really pay so much money to go to college. It's crazy. Like, generations, I'm not going to say any generation names, because let's not put labels on certain things, like age, generation, names, especially for this. Like, certain generations, a year's worth of of college was only $8,000. That's less than a semester at most community colleges. Think about that. A community college, a two-year college, cost more for two years than, than some people's degrees at Harvard, probably. I'm pretty sure at some point, Harvard only cost $8,400 a semester or a year. Can't remember which one it was, but like, just in the sense, like, no matter what, Harvard was cheap. Everything was cheap. And so you got people that, I don't know where this started. You got people that just want to be able to just, I don't know. They want to live their best life, but they can't because they're being restricted by not making enough money which then causes depression, which, you know, is crazy because you have like people that are millionaires and billionaires 
who have no souls, who are empty inside. And then you have like homeless people, like this guy that I met in San Francisco when I was in college. We're going to give him the name Chris because I'm not using real names right now. And so every day I would walk from my dorm to my classroom, which was, I'm going to say it was like two to three miles. It, it was like a 45 minute walk and it's San Francisco. So you got to think I lived on Van Ness and those are a lot of hills. And so I would see him every day in like the same like area. He'd be wearing the same clothes and all that. And like, I'd slide him a couple bucks every time I saw him. Cause you know, I, money doesn't really mean anything to me. Money is like, especially when I was there, like I had everything paid for. Only thing that I needed to do was nothing really. Everything was paid for other than if I wanted to leave the city. So, or go like partying or something, which was cheap. And so I would give him money. And one day I was just like, yo, like, how, what are you saving up for? He was like, oh, I'm just saving up to get a haircut. I was like, that's what you want is a haircut? And he was like, yeah, I'm trying to get a haircut, clean up, get some clothes so I can try to get a job again. I was like, well, let's do that for you. So I got him a haircut, got him some clothes, let him use the shower in my dorm. Pretty sure I wasn't allowed to have him use a shower because he got hurt. Well, well, one, he was homeless and he didn't go to the school, but he got hurt at the job he was at. And I don't know how it happened. Something happened. He didn't work there anymore. Couldn't find a job because of the disability that he had. But he then ended up living on the street in San Francisco and stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure everyone that I was friends with there remember this guy. Uh, I don't. We're not going to use his real name, but my buddies know who I'm talking about. But, I mean, let's be honest. I, di- I didn't really have to do anything. It was all there. Like, I had buddies that cut hair and all that. So, it was pretty cheap for me to help him. And we were about the same size. So, I gave him some of my clothes. Like, come on now. I don't need these clothes. And I would get him food from our cafeteria since, like, it was a buffet style cafeteria you can just get as much as you want it and i'll be like hey can i get this to go i have track practice even though they probably knew i didn't have track practice at that time of the day i think actually i did we'd have practice anywhere from 12 to 3 so maybe i did have track practice and i would just get it for him instead of because i'm not going to eat and run at the same time and get it for him you know stuff like that and i would always just eat subway we were allowed to use our school IDs to go to Subway. So I would use my money from the school to get my Subway and then give him food from the cafeteria, which all made sense to me. But I mean, I guess in that sense, money is everything because all the man needs was money to have a better living situation. But money, I'm not going to, no, money isn't everything because he was a much better person than some of the millionaires and billionaires that I've met. And he had nothing but just uh, waking up and that's it. He had nothing and his soul was pure. Like sometimes you have to just 
allow people to show you who they really are. But I mean, that's the thing. People tell today's generations, because there's multiple in one right now, let's just say that, that they're the reason for why everything is happening and stuff like that. But if you think about it, they're not. We are the most creative, most sought-after generation for everything right now. Like, we're bridging, we're not bridging, we're paving the way for a lot of things. I mean, it's just insane to think about. Honestly, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD, but we're not going to talk about no, but let's talk about that because I was already supposed to have a sponsored segment happen at the 15 minute mark. So let's talk about how I think I have ADHD and yeah, because I can't keep one topic going at one time. I'll just start mixing them. And honestly, that's fine. We'll do that because I was diagnosed with ADHD when I was in the army, but you have all these places that say ADHD is a made up disease for big pharma. Well, then what's the disease that I have? I can't concentrate. Don't say that it's my phone. I don't need my phone. I've learned that I can live without it. I don't need social media. Like, I don't need all these things that people are saying are distracting us and keeping us from being able to concentrate. I couldn't concentrate at all growing up in school. I would be the kid that would, like, just zone out and do his own thing. And maybe it's because, like, I like to create things. I don't like being someone that just has to stay on one path. If I can have like five different avenues of my life happen, I would, but it's only one me. So what is it? I can't concentrate. I can't sit still. I can't stay on topics for long. I can't think of one thing at once. If I think once I think of that one thing, I think of everything that revolves around that one thing. So like I have multiple thoughts at once and the only thing that I can do is I hate daily change. So like I'll eat like there'll be a time. There was a time where I ate a, a Japanese spot every day for dinner. Same place, same food, same everything. But everything else in my life, hectic. But as long as I had that going, I was good. So I don't know. Is it OCD? Am I OCD? But that can't be right. Because OCD people, they have to make sure everything's in line and all that. So who knows? But let's go into an ad read. I feel like I have a lot to say, but I have a lot of podcasts that I can do. Let's go into an ad read. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast ever that I've seen in my life. I probably should just tell you why, I guess. It's free. The creation tools they have, 
allows you to edit and record your podcast from your phone or your computer. They'll put it everywhere for you. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, whatever you're hearing my voice on right now, Anchor put it there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, meaning right when you start a podcast, you can start making money automatically. You don't have to wait for anything. It's everything you need in the world to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. And we're back. So the second half of the podcast that I'm going to be doing is kind of like self-education. like So there's going to, every podcast will be a, a word of the day, but I guess it'll be word of the week since I'm going to probably make this into a weekly podcast. And then a new podcaster of the week. So like someone that I started listening to that week. There's going to be a book of the week. So whatever book that I plan on picking up and reading for the week is going to be what I talk about. And then there's going to be two two goals that I want to complete by the next podcast. So let's start off with the book that I'm going to pick up this week, it's called Talking to Strangers, What We Should Know About the People We Don't Know, which I feel like I I go to Barnes & Noble and I just go to the bestsellers or I just click books and I scroll down and find something I want to read. And I want to get this because one, I just need to read something and two, I am horrible at talking to people that I don't know. And so this hopefully will just help me figure out how to talk to people because most people that end up becoming my friends, they realize that the longer that we are friends, the more open I am. Like I'm so introverted, but yet I'm so outroverted. It's kind of weird. Like I'm introverted when you first meet me and I'm like, I like shut down. I don't know. I don't even know how to talk. I don't know my name. I don't know my number. I don't know anything. I I just sit there and and then like I start sweating and it's weird. But then when I become friends with someone, it's the total opposite. Like, I don't think I can shut up when you become my friend. So, yeah, I think I I need to do that because I never, like, that's one of my fears, I think. Walking up to someone and just talking to them that I don't know. Like, what's crazy is my stepfather, I don't know why I say stepfather. Like, he's more of a father to me than my actual father was. Let's just say my dad, he can walk up to people and just start talking to them out of nowhere and he could not know them and the way he talks to them is if he's known them his entire life and it's like a gift like if i could be like that i think i would have gone a lot further in life and i say that and i'm only 26 like i have so much life ahead of me but it's crazy like he can he can be like what is it he's a social butterfly and I'm a social cocoon. Is that, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because 
Butterflies go out and fly. The cocoon, I'm sitting there. But once I'm wanting to come out and talk to you, I come out. Yeah, that's what it is. Social cocoon. I just made that up probably. Who cares? I don't. And then let's go with the word of the day. The word of the day is from the Oxford English Dictionary. I got a word of the day app. It's called Gorel. So it's an edible woodland mushroom with a yellow funnel-shaped body and a twisted cap, having a fruity aroma, yeah, fruity aroma and a mild peppery taste. I don't know what that is, but I have a buddy who is a chef, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to catch a lot of slack for not knowing what that is, because I can probably text him right now and ask him what it is, and he'll tell me everything about it, like probably head to toe, and it's kind of weird. But, oh well. Um, yeah, so... Also, okay, what's next? My new podcaster of the week. Well, he's not new, but I started listening to what's his what's his name? Uh Stephen Bartlett's The Diary of a CEO. I kind of just wanted to see another diary setup, and his was probably the one that I liked, so I just been listening to it. And um he He's a, it's a good listen. You should check him out. It's not bad at all. Um, he owns social chain. If you guys know what that is, that's probably why I chose him. Cause I knew what social chain was and I knew he was a CEO and I just didn't know he had a podcast. It's kind of crazy actually. Um, but yeah, the diary of a CEO by uh, damn. Stephen Bartlett, the diary of Steve, <laughs> the diary of a C- CEO by Stephen Bartlett, which is crazy because my name did not come from his. I picked Diary of a Nobody because, well, there's a few things. I read the book that came out in like 1872, The Diary of a Nobody, and I liked it. And then for like two years in college my favorite album which is weird was gucci man's the diary of a trap god i'm not a trap god i'm a nobody and so well made sense like why not and then i just was you know typing in to make sure like no one had it because i don't want to have someone else that someone have something that someone else has because then it becomes harder for people to find me and so i typed in the diary of a nobody nothing came up but his came the diary ceo came up after i picked the everything out and so i was like cool i'll listen to it to see if it's a solo podcaster and that's what it was it was a solo podcaster and that's how i found him i found him friday been listening to him i think i listened to almost his entire podcast his his like i think is set up in seasons so he has like six or six to eight a year because it was in 2017 he had some last year and he has some this year so i don't know how to set up but i don't know how mine's gonna fully be set up yet but to end the podcast for me two goals that i want to complete by next podcast which i probably can complete before the before that obviously honestly is to set up a youtube account so that i can do video 
like have a video format of the podcast. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a good, to me, I like how people have the video formats just because I, when I listen to a podcast, I tend to zone out, but if I watch it, I can see their lips move and I actually have something to pay attention to. And it keeps me from doing, trying to multitask because when I try to multitask, I become a jack of all trades and a master of none. And then I miss probably some vital information that I could get because I want to listen instead of just watch it. And so I think that many podcasters, some podcasters should definitely make a video format. And that's what I plan on doing it or plan on doing because who knows? You never know. I like how I feel is how a lot of people could feel like, yeah, some people are great, like just throw it on in the car, but you're also driving and watching out for stop signs and lights and stuff. And if you're trying to pay attention to words, sometimes you miss it because you're driving. But I'm not saying that I'm going to watch a video when I'm driving. I'm just saying like there's podcasts that people can do while driving. You know, there's like those 15 or 20 minute podcast where people are like, yeah, you know, this is your podcast for you to drive to work and listen to. But I don't know. Cause like music, you can make music a numbing thing where you don't pay attention to it. Cause if you've heard a song, you know what happens. You don't have to really think and listen. You already know what's next. But when a podcast comes out and you haven't heard it, you're trying to listen to it and then do other things. Like I'm good at multitasking, but I hate when I zone out and like come back from a zone out and I'm, I just drove 11 miles from work to home and don't remember anything that happened. And I'm, I'm pretty good with that. I do that a lot. It's kind of weird and creepy, but my second goal is kind of tied into the first one, just so that I can get a lot more things started is to buy a new camera so that I can do vlogs and videos. So vlogs, just like a daily vlog, not really a daily vlog, but just like a weekly vlog. That way I can have like some content to post along with my podcast video. But, you know, that's just to put into that, you know. But, you know, so next, that's how my podcasts are going to be set up from now on. And then, you know, my second podcast will have a sm slightly different setup than the first one, but the second one and on is going to be the same kind of setup. So this is what you have to look forward to. My name is Nobody. Thank you for listening, somebody. This is the Diary of a Nobody.